Hello, hello, hello. This is Misty Magdalena Grace with the new and improved version of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, where we talk about spirituality, psychedelics, plant medicine, microdosing, and really that journey within to finding your best innate wisdom to your best health, your best wealth through all sorts of inner child healing, trauma release, grief recovery, uh, overcoming addictions, and working with the mind, the body, and spirit. So go ahead, leave a review, subscribe, download. We look forward to your feedback. Thanks for tuning in today. Hey, hey, happy Monday, happy Monday, everybody. This is Magdalena Grace with a special um, as you notice, it was unplanned, unscheduled uh, podcast talking about what is a shamanic shadow work journey all about, especially in this day and age where so many people are throwing the word shamanic practitioner around or shaman, or they're also talking about becoming a shamanic facilitator or plant medicine or this, that, or the other. And I know when I first got into this spiritual space, I was kind of confused and now, today, uh, I'm inviting on my beloved, Emmanuel. I'm going to bring you on the screen. Hello. Hello. Yay. We're going to talk today about what is a shamanic shadow work journey exactly. Uh, we're going to share a little bit about our stories. And then uh, at the end of this, we are going to share with you our, our really, really unprecedented, mm -hmm. super duper excited uh, program that we're offering up into 2024 for lightworkers and healers who are wanting to transmute that shadow work and, and truly be the shamans they were born to be in their own right, whatever that means for them. So Emmanuel, I, I think it'd be great um, first and foremost to maybe if you want to share just a little bit about who you are first before we, we dive into our own transformational story. Yes, so uh, my name is Emmanuel. So I am um, a traditional West African shaman um, from a lineage of uh, shamans that go back many, 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 many hundreds of years. Um, I have uh, only fully embraced that uh, a tradition that was part of my family history in the past, let's say, two and a half years, uh, because it was time for me to do it. I was called to answer uh, the invitation for my healed and wise ancestors to carry the torch, and I have done so. Uh, so since then, um, some beautiful transformations have happened to me. Some of it we're going to be talking about in this uh, this podcast, uh, and I'm excited to be able to you know experience this journey with my beloved, which is you, Magdalena. So we have you know individually our own uh, experience, but also it's a beautiful thing we have this couple story of. Uh, transformation uh, and uh, uh, ascension, if you want to call that, that we also would like to be able to talk about today. Beautiful. Yeah. And if you're just joining us, because I see a couple eyeballs out there, we just want to welcome you. Um, feel free to comment below, hashtag live, where you're tuning in from, city, state, country. And if you see value in this episode, whether you're on the live or replay, uh, hit the share button if you're inside of uh, my Facebook community. Uh, and of course, if you're on YouTube, um, hopefully this, this can be something that you can see value in and share. Because I, I first wanted to find uh, the shamanic journey. And then um, Emmanuel and I will, will talk a bit of our own, some people would call it dark night of the soul. There's like a different ways of, of putting it out there. Mm -hmm. But the shamanic path is definitely a shadow work journey. Uh, three years ago, 
Um, Emmanuel and I, we were in very different places. We'll, we'll share that story in a second, but I, I want to read uh, this beautiful book. Um, it's a medicine cards book. Um, if you can see it on the screen, if not, I, I can drop the link in the show notes um, where we, we pulled a card actually not too long ago. And it was, it was the bat card and the bat was talking about rebirth. So first I want to set the stage. The shamanic path is about rebirth. Let's, let's forget about the word shaman for a second. Uh, and we're actually going to call this almost like a, a death rebirth renewal journey. Okay. I think hopefully you guys can, can follow along. And that's also why you, we want you to ask questions too, if anything that we share is confusing, but it talked about, um, there's this, this deep, deep idea based on ancient initiations where you were to break down all former notions of your self and that's lower S. So kind of like think of your ego in essence that were held by that person or by you in this case, or by me and Emmanuel. So these tests, they would take people through to really challenge themselves to become the shaman they were born to be or to become reborn, I guess, in essence. The, the test would be physical strength, psychic ability, and having every emotional button pushed hard. <laughs> Taunting and spitting on the initiate was common and taught him or her to endure the duress with humility and fortitude. The final initiation step was to be buried in the earth for one day and to be reborn without the former ego in the morning. So this ritual um, is very similar to the night of fear practiced by natives of Turtle Island. That's why we call it the dark night of the soul. I have no, you know, no doubt that there's that parallel there. And essentially that ritual was the shaman to be was sent to a certain location to dig his or her own grave and spend the night in the womb of Mother Earth totally alone with the mouth of the grave covered by a blanket. Darkness and the sounds of the animals prowling quickly confronts the initiate was his or own, her own fears. So as the darkness of the grave has its place in this ritual, so does the shadow work that Emmanuel and I are talking about today. So that's what we want. I wanted to share that with you first so you understand that what we're talking about is the shamanic path, the dark night of the soul, and not just stopping there, but how do you transmute that shadow work, that pain, that suffering, that being buried in the grave, <laughs> like, you know, essentially dying and being reborn or resurrected again? It's kind of like what I, I really believe the, the true Easter story talks about, you know, the death and, and, and the rebirth of, of Jesus. That was a shamanic experience. And so Emmanuel and I, we both had, we walked this path together. Admittedly, you know, it's really been a full three years, you know, but it was really two years of deep, dark shadow work in the trenches. And then on the flip side of that, we both developed our spiritual gifts as healers and light workers. So if you're a light worker or healer listening to this, we want to inspire you, not necessarily to, to sign up for our program, unless, of course, you feel called, but we want this to inspire you to know that you're not alone. And there's a lot of people out there waking up to remember who they truly are, which is another fancy way of saying being reborn and having to face your, your deep shadows. And so I think Emmanuel, I'll let you go first in sharing what your you know um, shamanic initiation journey has been like, again, to the best of your ability, we're not gonna go through everything, but I'll, I'll let you go first. Yes, thanks you Magdalena. I <clears throat> 
let's just say that it took me completely out of the blue. I, it is nothing that I had planned for the life of me. Um, I was turning about 50 years old. So my entire, the majority of my adult life, I have never intended, planned, dreamed of embracing this path or this particular rebirth in the shamanic journey it was never something that was on my mind. And in 2020, um, it was time for me to wake up. Uh, and it was done in some very um, interesting ways to make sure that we get my attention. Uh, it had to do with being able to uh, perceive things of the supernatural uh, realms, things like spirits, ghosts, for example, including family members who had passed away, uh, came to visit me so to let me know that they had passed away and that I can actually see and know about those things and communicate with the dead. Um, so that was a wake-up call for me to kind of start really thinking hard about how I was living my life, what I had done before. And before that, I was, you know, a regular guy working, uh, you know, regular job uh, for corporations and government agencies, uh, nothing, uh, you know, spiritual in nature per se. Um, but then that particular year of 2020 was the kick in my stomach, uh, slap in the face to say, wake up. There is more to you than you realize, and it's time to to truly dig deeper. Uh, and it was a process. It never happened. It didn't happen overnight, but it was a series of events each one building up on, on the previous one um, to tell me, you, you have to take care, I have to take care of my, my body because the events that were coming in were so disturbing, so out of the ordinary that they completely um, scrambled uh, my health, my, 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 my normal life, and the pandemic was going on during that time. So you can imagine how many people were dying and how many ghosts and spirits were visiting me. I had to do something. I had to understand this thing. I had to, to dig deeper, and I did that. I reached out to, uh, God blessing them, healers, other healers, teachers who had been um, into that realm much longer than I had, and they started giving me directions as to what it meant to, to give me directions to understand what was happening to me, uh, and not just understand it, but truly embrace it. I, I was told specifically by some of them, if you do not embrace this, you're going to die. It was pretty, it was as brutal as that. It was that brutal. They said, if you do not pay attention to this and embrace it, you will die. Your body's not going to be able to handle what's going on and you're going to die. Uh, so that was like another mega wake up call uh, for Magdalena and myself because I did tell her. And then she's like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to lose, you know, so many people dear to me. She had lost her father. She had lost her brother. She has lost her mother. She was not going to lose her husband. Um, so, I, and I was not going to let her go through that myself. And I didn't want to die. We have kids together. Um, so I took it very seriously. For me, it was that serious. It was not just a pleasurable experience or something fancy I was trying to, to play with and see where it leads me. It was pretty much a matter of life and death. Uh, and that was the seriousness of the call that I received that I really took at heart and dug into the teaching of others who have done things like that, who knew how to communicate with the spirit world, who knew how to communicate with entities of other worlds, other dimensions, divine entities, angels, archangels, and the divine feminine, the divine masculine, all those words that we hear within the spiritual community. I was introduced to them through several months uh, in a pretty, pretty, dramatic ways. When I say introduce, I'm not kidding you. I'm talking about face-to-face -face encounter with those entities um, and learning how to 
to, to live her life with that happening. And of course, those entities don't show up just to make my life fancy and exciting and completely, you know, some people would say totally banana, but there was a goal behind the whole thing. My own healing was the primary goal and always has been that primary goal. There was no way I would be able to go if I was not able to heal myself and go through the traumas of my life and all the burden, the shadows, um, the grief that I have been carrying for the majority of my adult life. So as Magdalena said, there was a lot of shadow work that we had to go. I had to go through my own version of that. Um, but at the same time, I have this amazing support, this team of you know entities and ascended masters um, a spiritual family that were there to guide me, uh, to, to let me know each step of the way that, yes, it's you're okay. What's happening to you is normal. You're going to make it. There is a purpose. You're going to be able to heal yourself, shine the light that's yours to, that was mine to shine, and then help others who are going to come around me or I will go to them, do something similar. So that was kind of briefly, you know, not going into all the, the you know details of, what happened over two years, but that's kind of the story of uh, what led me to being where I'm here today as a shaman. Yeah, and I was going to say too, he is a traditional shaman. So shaman is, is a true shaman is from the lineage. Yes. And oftentimes people are saying they're shamans and they sign up for a program and it's not in their bloodline. I'm not here to say that that's not legitimate. I, I just want to clarify though, with his gifts coming online as quickly as they did, um, you know, it seems like he became a shaman overnight, but it, it was just reactivating his gifts, uh, waking up to his truth, uh, because a lot of us are waking up to that and we've fallen asleep, you know? So if you feel like you're not living and shining your light to the best of your ability, that's parts of you have fallen asleep. Uh, if you feel like, uh, you're a healer or a light worker and you're not able to make the abundance and the wealth that you deserve because maybe you still have shadow work and trauma to do around the deserving and the worthiness of receiving that money. That's just a sign of there's parts of you that have to wake up and transmute. And so myself, I'll, I'll share a little bit of my story because um, everybody's journey is similar, but different when it comes to that dark night of the soul, uh, waking up to your truth. So I discovered for me, um, with the help of plant medicines, combo frog medicine, and then breath work, and a lot of embodiment practices and tools, I was able to shed 40 pounds. A lot of that was emotional weight. A lot of that was grief and trauma. Not only this lifetime I discovered, thanks to the help of sacred plants, I went back into thousands of years ago of ancestral trauma, past life trauma, being burnt at the stake as a witch trauma and, you know, manifesting even in this lifetime an autoimmune disease because of those times in this lifetime as a child, little girl, I was shut down. But then in past lives, literally, I was killed for being a spiritual teacher and, and a healer. And so I was scared, guys, scared as hell to become a spiritual teacher and a healer, even though I knew that I knew that I knew I knew my soul knew and was like, hello, already it's time, it's time. And I was like, no, I'm scared. I'm, I was so terrified. I wanted to die like that ego death they talk about. I went through many iterations of that. And here's just like Emmanuel, if I had not had help. I might have died. I might have taken my own life. So this shamanic path is a you can never do it alone. And B, I will also tell you kind of, you know, the, the scary parts of my experience, and I think Emmanuel can speak to this too, is I kind of piecemealed my shadow work. You know, kind of like instead of 
joining a, a one all-in-one program, you know, I would take from this teacher, I would receive, you know, I'd go and, and I didn't have like one safe container, one safe space. So there were times in my journey, because uh, it took all of two years plus, uh, it shouldn't take that long. Um, I'm here to tell you, it, it does not have to take that long, depending on the person, you know, everybody's going to have their own experience. But um, I took two steps forward, and then I would take five steps back. Um, but that was my path. And, and I, I'm actually grateful for it, because it taught me how to ask for help and and look for what I want, listen and trust my intuition. If my intuition said this doesn't feel right, this isn't good, you know, then it was time for me to move on to another teacher or another tool or another, you know, learning um, of that dark night of the soul. So kind of like what I read to you earlier, where their initiation, their shamanic initiation, their their shadow work, their dark night, um, and being reborn. Imagine if you had all of the tools under one roof in a container, in a support system, in a program. I know uh, I can say this. I spoke, you know, I spent multiple five figures over those two plus years to save my life and to do the work. Um, and again, with taking two steps forward, five steps back, some of those times, um, it was a real teachable moment. And, and we know that people, especially in these times, um, are looking for affordable options. So through our own pain and suffering and shamanic path, and both of us now developing, uh, Emmanuel has developed his shamanic gifts. I've developed mine, which is more around the physical purging of the shadow work and the, the bringing back in the nutrition, the cleansing, the detoxification. A lot of healers tend to be overweight or holding on to dis-ease or trauma that literally you've got to purge it. And there's many different ways to do that. And, and we'll talk about that on our webinar on Wednesday. Um, but to be able to physically help you purge it, and then to help you develop spiritual practices to fortify yourself, to strengthen your body as your temple, to strengthen your body, but to do it by going inward, as opposed to looking outside yourself for all the answers. You are your own shaman. You are, are your own healer. It's just helpful to have a private, protected, safe, solid container. And you'll be working with me and Emmanuel inside of our, our new um, beta program. So that means it's our first time of, that we're offering it, which means we're giving a huge like 50% off discount, helping you, lightworker and healer, to wake up to your truth, to remember who you truly are, to have your best health and your best wealth in 2024 by waking up, rebirthing yourself and bringing your wisdom to planet earth, not some religion that maybe you grew up with like me um, or, or not, you know, um, just not being able to use your abilities like Emmanuel. He was an engineer for a really, really long time. And that didn't leave you very uh, happy and fulfilled, did it? No, 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 not at all. There was a big void because I didn't, I was not fully embracing my true self. I mean, I went to incredible training, of course, to become an engineer and have multiple graduate degrees, you know, doing work for big organizations and big agencies in the US. And this was, it was great. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Um, maybe it was a way for me to be able to compare 
that to what truly was going to bring me the fulfillment. And I realized that that the path that I had chosen, the engineering path, was not the one that would actually bring me my fulfillment. It's when I embrace my spiritual path and the wisdom of my ancestors, as well as the grace of the divine, that I discovered things in me that were dying to come out. They were dying to grow, dying to express themselves, dying to clear all the shadows, all the pain, all the traumas inside me. I needed to be in that space. And when I found myself in that space, I, I, I found myself home. I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And we find community helps and not feeling alone helps and having that support system. Maybe can you just for a couple a uh, couple minutes talk about any pain points that you had also, because um, it was an arduous journey for you. And yes, you like me, we had good teachers, but there was there was a lot of pitfalls along the way as well. Um, anything that you want to share that that kind of you felt oh, like, yeah. gosh, you wish you could have had something like we're creating now? Absolutely. I mean, the temptation of this disassociation or dissociation is so strong. When you get into this, uh, this shamanic work or spiritual work or awakening work, the light is incredibly beautiful, nurturing, loving. And you, there's a tendency to want to escape. For real, there were times I wanted to take my life and say, I'm just going to go back and be at the, you know, the footsteps of my beloved creator and was the, was the angel and worshiping the divine for the rest of eternity and giving up on my human life. These were some of the, um, um, the obstacles that I needed to face, right? Being able to embrace this human experience as being also a very beautiful expression of the divine grace and the divine creation and not necessarily trying to escape, you know, the reality of everyday life as something that was evil or bad that had absolutely no hope of giving me any kind of satisfaction and just hiding in the light. But truly, I was just hiding from myself by doing that. I was not truly embracing the real gift of the awakening process, which is a combination of the dark moments and the light rewards or the, the light nurturing, but still also embodying all that in a human body. And being able to embrace the divine and the the the, 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 um, the humanity, bringing them together in one perfect, you know, uh, integrated self was my biggest challenge. I didn't have enough help, I, I believe, um, doing that initially until trial and error <laughs> and um, moments of, of dire uh, agony led me to seek a way to make these two work. Uh, and I cannot uh, emphasize how important it is to be able to live in both worlds. They are not exclusive of each other. They are complementary. And learning as a shaman or as a spiritual person, as a healer, to bridge the gap between the two and make them work together in this beautiful symphony of creation is not an easy thing. And that's one of the reasons why we're offering this program, to help people actually find ways to do this in a less painful and less dramatic way. Yeah, beautiful. And I'll, I'll share a little bit about the shadow work component if you want to then talk about the light work and um, the, the spiritual gifts component. So for me, what I discovered, remembered um, through my dark night of the soul shamanic path was, um, you know, our body's a temple. And a lot of times if we have uh, unprocessed shadow work like grief, unprocessed trauma, mother, father wound, religion wound is a big one for a lot of people. Um, any any kind of betrayal, uh, any kind of um, sexual traumas. I mean, I could go on and on and on of all the different clients that we have served in the past year. Um, but whatever it is for you, 
that is is continuously being triggered right now because the universe is working for us right now even if it doesn't seem like it you know the reason there's so much war and there's so much craziness going on and possibly in your life as well these triggers is because we're supposed to cleanse and purge it and love it love and compassion is what we're supposed to come back to as a society as as we're all waking up to our truth and the only way you can get to that point though is you first gotta feel the pain feel the shadow and then build tools around it by physically purging it um, nutrition all of that kind of stuff and forgiveness and all of the emotions the mental the emotional the physical and the spiritual components i'm going to help kind of wrap you up in that um both through the plant medicine uh we're gonna have a weekend retreat like a 48-hour experience uh, we're not going to go over all of the details now we're going to share that more in our wednesday um, info session that i have on the screen now wednesday at 5 30 p.m pacific and once your body's more nourished because you've purged, but now you're fueling yourself properly. I'm going to give fitness and nutrition accountability along the way, because as you're purging, and this was one of the mistakes that I made and along the way was I was doing so much purging, but I wasn't refueling and nourishing properly. And so I'm going to make sure, you know, you have that container and that support um, inside of our six Program that we're, we're launching in, in January of 2024. Um, there will also be breath work. Um, there will also be some Kundalini yoga. Um, and then whatever kind of exercise or nutrition support you need, um, we're going to help you with that. And then as you have more ability to ha hold more light because you've let go of the shadow. That's that's why we have that experience. We let go of the shadow, that which no longer serves. Then we can have more light and to, to transition to you, Emmanuel, the reason you also almost was enamored by the light, right, is you were getting so much more light into you that you, you didn't know what to do with it. And so to be able to work with that light, work with your spiritual gifts safely, oh my gosh, that could not only save your life, it could then turn you into a much better healer, teacher, help you make more money, help you serve more people, all of the things um, that a lot of healers and light workers tend to struggle with because they may not be as grounded. I'm going to help ground you and nourish you. And then Emmanuel, what are you going to help people with? Yes, I'm really going to I'm going to help you honor the light. Receiving the light is, 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 is a privilege, but it's also a birthright because we all came from the light. So it's returning back to your true self. And it, that's kind of how it's gonna feel. When you receive the light the way it's meant to be received, when enough of the shadow work has been done, it feels so natural. It's like you are embracing your true self. There is like all kinds of energies vibrating through your being. And that's the, the light that's already within, finally finding the spaciousness that you've created through the shadow work to expand. And that expansion can be also overwhelming. That's the only reason why your body has to be ready for this. We're talking about divine cosmic light. This is the kind of light that is used to create universes, okay? So you have to be very careful how you deal with that kind of power. And if your body is not um, clean enough, number one, but number two, if, you, if your mind, spirit, is not aligned properly, you're going to misuse that light. It's, it will be overwhelming. It could drive you mad for real. I'm not kidding. You could pretty much lose your, your, your sanity if it's not properly managed. Um, so that's one of the things that I do. I help you 
fully embrace, embody, manifest the light the way you are meant to do it. So it means self-discovery, so much self-discovery is involved with that, also self-discipline. There is so much discipline in spiritual practices that needs to be um, mastered to be able to really hold the light and use it properly. And these are some of the tools that I've learned sometimes the hard way. Sometimes I almost burn myself up. There was a time I was driving my daughter. I want to give that quick example to show you how, how dangerous it is when you don't yeah. do it right. I had dropped my daughter uh, at school one morning and I was driving back home in my vehicle and I let myself taken by the light. I started receiving mantras, Tibetan mantras that I find so beautiful. I freaking left my body while driving on the highway. That's bad news. You don't want to do that. You do not want to do things like that. But I had not yet been trained well enough to control this light. I invited it, it took me over and I was gone. I was no longer in the vehicle, I was somewhere else. My body was still in the vehicle of autopilot, but I was not there. Uh, and, and when I came back, I got so scared of what I had just experienced that I committed myself. I went to my teacher and I said, please help me not make those kinds of mistakes again because that could have cost not only my life, but the life of people around me. So that's the importance of knowing how to handle the light because it's a powerful thing. And it's a very precious and sacred gift to, re to, to reenact within your being. And, and, and being able to um, coach you on how to do that properly is one of my missions. I love it. Yeah, you said a great word that is very important. I was an Ironman triathlete, guys, and I got away from discipline. And those daily habits truly will define you. And if you think about an airplane, right? They're never on course without that air traffic control flight center, right? They're like off course 97% of the time and they're constantly getting direction. Um, that's what we want to be <laughs> for you and actually hope even prevent, like I'll share my quick story. You know, you had that experience for me, I would go forward, but then I would backslide. And sometimes, yes, I would turn back to alcohol as a coping mechanism, as, as kind of an escape. Um, what we want to do inside of this is to help protect you uh, from all of those potentially unhealthy choices that will come if you try to do this on your own and if you try to do this too fast yeah. or if you even try to do it too slow, it's like the airplane again. We want to help you, discipline you, um, really train you to be that spiritual warrior that we, we need, that the world needs you. If you're listening to this now, I can almost guarantee you it's not by accident and that the world deserves to see your light and your healing capabilities, whether you're like my husband was an engineer, whether you're like me, a, a former person who was into health and fitness and, and was just missing that, that spirituality that we're all waking up to now. Um, you know, other signs this might be for you that I already mentioned, but I just wanna highlight a few more. Maybe uh, your health isn't the greatest. Maybe you've gained some weight. Maybe you're working too much. A lot of times lightworkers and healers tend to overgive, don't have healthy boundaries, maybe have lost your identity. Maybe you're trying to sell too many things or do way too much, and then you can't be all things for all people. We're gonna help you come back to center. We're gonna help you transmute the shadow safely. Um, we're not gonna bury you in a grave, I will tell you. At least I don't plan on that, Emmanuel, unless you think it's necessary. We'll find out. Just we'll find stay out. tuned. <laughs> we have but plenty of land around here to do that. <laughs> so if any of this speaks to you, 
I'm speaking to you from my heart, um, Emmanuel's heart, uh, as we close it up here, I'll, I'll maybe give some closing words, Emmanuel, and then you can share any final thoughts that maybe will kind of like bring this all together. If you're ready, and I mean truly ready, it's like signing up for a marathon. It's it's like signing up for warrior medicine. It's it's um, There's so much that we include inside of this program that is going to challenge you. It is is going to change you. So you do got to be committed, not just putting your toe in. I think I'm interested. No, it's a holy hell yes inside of your being because you're tired of doing it alone. You're tired of compromising your health, your time, your energy. Maybe you're tired of not getting paid what you're worth as a healer and a light worker. And, and maybe, maybe this is maybe your healer and light worker business is more of a passion and a, and a side thing. That's okay too, but maybe not enough people know about you because you're still a little bit in that spiritual closet. You're still not quite feeling fully capable of speaking your truth, being seen, being heard, being paid. And, and wealth can be in many, many different you know, uh, definitions. It could just simply be having richer, more beautiful relationships like me and my husband. Like to me, I mean, full disclosure, we don't have a lot of money. We just have a lot of health, a lot of love, a lot of relationships, a lot of beauty, a lot of richness in our home and in our life. And we didn't have that three years ago. We had a lot more money, but we were miserable. And so whatever wealth means for you. So I guess th those are my final words. If you're looking for better health, better wealth, community and to heal in a safe container, um, please come to attend our workshop on Wednesday, December 13th at 5.30 p.m. I'll put the Zoom link in the show notes as well as our website that talks about what's all included. So you can just even take a look at that. Um, any any closing thoughts from you, Emmanuel? Yes. My, my final word is, if within yourself, you hear the calling, like I heard the calling, and maybe it's not a life and death calling extreme like what I had, right? It could be a more subtle one. I'm encouraging you to pay attention to that voice, that calling, that voice that you're hearing that's telling you it's time for me to look at a better way to deal with, with me, with myself, to be really find my true self, my true identity. Listen to that voice. That voice, it's the voice of the divine talking through you. It's your higher self talking through you. It could be the voice of your healed and wise ancestors talking through you. They want your highest and greatest good. And that's why you hear that voice. And your heart is becoming receptive. It's starting to hear. It's starting to expand, to respond to that voice. My advice, again, is please listen to that voice. And if what we're offering seems to be a good place to, to, to get you a you know, to, to, to respond to that voice, we're going to have so much fun together. And it can be fun. There will be some, 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 some. Oh, yeah. I can guarantee you. But there's also <laughs> some fun times. There's some, some beautiful, loving, so nourishing moments that you're never going to regret this. Uh, and I guess that's one thing too we forgot to mention. You'll be in a group setting. Uh, you, you'll be with with multiple people of like minds, and you're going to be like, like training for the army. Sort of not not the exact same, but it's like you're going to be warriors together. And this is a level one intro. Um, I did uh, looked at my notes, and there was a couple of things that I left out. This is a level one. So then, if you if you feel like it's for you after these six weeks, you could go beyond that. Um, we'll talk more on the the info session. So you're going to want to tune in to that. And then keep in mind, 
part of what's happening now on this ascension of the planet and the awakening and all of that is um, dormant DNA that is inside of our body is also waking up. So that's why some people feel like they're going crazy. Some people are committing suicide. Some people are turning to their addictions because there's stuff happening in your body that you can't quite explain. So just be aware that that's also why we want to do this. And we have a level one, a level two, and a level three that would take you through the whole year. So if for some reason you missed the first level, I can't tell you when. Um, based on supply and demand, I can't tell you when we'll do another level one. So if you miss level one, you can't do level two. So time is of the essence. Um, and we're going to be giving great discounts if you sign up by December 31st. So th those are some like quick highlights. Again, sign up for the info session, check out the website, reach out to us directly. All my contact info is in the show notes. And um, until next time, guys, here's to your best finish to 2023. Um, here's to your best health your best wealth as you wake up to remembering who you truly are and trusting your, your best wisdom. Hope to see you guys Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, download, leave a five-star rating or review. And also please refer this to a friend you know who may benefit from this inspirational message. We hope to see you again. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or join my Facebook community. And if you are looking to manifest your best health, your best wealth by trusting your best wisdom within, please go to my website, www.microdosingforhealth.com. Again, www.microdosingforhealth.com. Dot com to quiet your mind, get into your heart, heal your body.